Guess who I get to see tonight? Who are you seeing? I'll give you a hint. Oh, you're seeing Dom. She's coming down for a concert and she's going to a concert literally like four minutes from my house. No way. Is she coming over? I don't think she's coming here. She's going to go meet up with Quentin, who we love too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just have so much to do, but I'm going to try to grab a drink with them before their concert or something. Oh my God. She's grabbing a drink. Grabbing a drink. She's going outside. Aaron and I like have been drinking since our engagement party because we got fucked up and we had Mm -hmm. so many leftover drinks. And now we're drinking a little bit. And by drinking a little bit, I mean like three nights a week, which is like the most that I've been drinking since fucking COVID. No, for sure. Because I don't really drink like that. But it's kind of been fun. It's summer. I like that. So it's kind of been fun. I know. I really want to have like a little drink tonight. Yeah, exactly. And like not a lot. Like even the other day we were waiting for our a sushi, blah, 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 waiting for a sushi okay. restaurant. And so we like walked around the corner of the brewery, put a timer on for seven minutes, like down to beer. And then went back and shared some sake. And we were like, oh my God, are we twisted? Like, are we faded right now? There's something fun about it. I was just saying in a relationship too, once you've been with someone for a minute, like there's something like fun and like about it. Let's get a little drunk together. Like it's kind of nice. Exactly. And it like does not take much anymore. Can we get drunk tomorrow night? (laughs) Can we get drunk tonight? I'm texting Aaron that too. Can we get But it's tomorrow. I'm not seeing him tonight. I'm going to say, can we get a little drunk? Can we get, I don't want to say drunk. That sounds a little tipsy. You're right. Can we get tipsy? Like we said, if you, I I love the way my mother phrased this. Like when you're in high school and college, do all the drugs and have all the sex, babe. Like go for it because that's the appropriate age. That's when you should do it. And when you're in your forties, getting twisted, it's like, there's harder repercussions. You know what I'm saying? So much fun to never want to go out at 29 because I did so much (laughs) <laughs> censored shit from fucking age 17 to like yeah, I did a, 27 I did i'm good okay zoe and i were having a conversation yesterday but also don't get me wrong because like you know i need to like go shake my ass every now and again of course of course but side note we were talking about it the other day how it was playing in my mind like a, like a trailer of my life all of the just the shit that i would get into when i was under the age of 18 oh no because i was like rules don't matter i'm invincible yeah Do you know what I mean? Oh, I was raised by two parents that literally told me that societal rules are made up and nothing applies to you, which one privilege, huge, huge privilege, but two, like really instilled in my personality in a deep rooted way. Like I really think everything is made up and I can do what I want. Yeah, you do. In like a spiritual way too. It's it's kind of intense. Anyway, keep going. No, I can't even say on the podcast the things that I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Okay. Bleep this whole sentence. I used to... Oh, we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway, yeah. the places that I had sex when I was under the age of 18. I was That park? I was in the vlog when I'm when you're pointing to the park and it there's no audio so no one knows what it is, but it's like, "Oh, that's where I had sex." <laughs> the tour we got in Miami was just like everywhere Gabby had underage sex. <laughs> I was reckless when I was under the age of 18. Yeah. I was reckless. Yeah. Oh, reckless. Mm -hmm. A reckless girl. It was fun. Anyway, not recommending that. Not recommending that. I'm not condoning underage sexual activity. Yeah, exactly. I'm a retired twerk team co-captain. You know what I mean? It's I leave it for the babes now. I'm their elder. I am your ancestor. So I demand respect when I'm in the club, but I'm also not throwing it back because I'm going to throw my back out. I'm an old maid. (laughs) You know, that's kind of a good transition into what we're talking about. What are we talking about again? (laughs) 
inner child stuff? No, what are we, doing we did that already. <laughs> we did that already. Today we're talking about um, failure and creative ruts. Mm. And I was going to say failure mm. is a good transition from you talking about like blowing out your back. Yeah, it is. Getting fucked. Yeah. From, <laughs> <laughs> from breaking it at the club. <laughs> I'm Meadowlark. And I'm Gabriela. And this is Thoughts May Vary, the podcast that sits at the intersection of mental health, nuance, and community. And we're grateful you're here. And that's me. That's just a little bit about us. Yeah. And is that gimmicky <laughs> enough for the people? <laughs> Anywhoms, let me just fill the people in. Okay. Meadow and I have been having this conversation lately, and it's been really top of mind for me because it's really been something that I've been unpacking. I thought we should talk about it on the pod today. And that is the concept of just really fucking being in a creative rut. Mm-hmm. And I've just been in one. And we actually asked you guys, or I asked you guys on my Instagram. Uh, if you're not following me, at you underscore, check it out. Hey. Miss, what, where are you at? It's Metalark. Period. Yay. At Thoughts My Very Pod, most importantly. Oh, yeah. I just figured if you're listening. <laughs> but yeah, no, that yeah, too. I was talking about on my Instagram, I asked you guys what you guys do to get out of a creative rut. And I got some really fun answers. Did you? Mm-hmm. Should I share some of them? Yeah, but I want to hear what you do first. Um, I don't know because I'm figuring it out. But basically, I need to in the past. I need to go done? outside. I have to be yeah. outdoors. I don't yeah. want to like overstimulate myself in the sense of like doing a bunch of activities with other people. Like if I have one mm-hmm. person, i.e., my boyfriend or like you, that I feel like really mm-hmm. safe around, not getting totally. overstimulated by you, but just like doing things. Like I I live a lot yeah. in my apartment. Obviously, I'm fucking here all the time. I'm staring at a computer all day. And I just don't, sometimes I just don't get outside enough. I don't go like live my life enough because then the weekend comes and I'm like, oh, like I got to do laundry. Oh, I got to clean. I got to do this. And then I don't fucking leave my house. So just even getting outside. Literally why I went to go get a sandwich today Literally. when I texted you. and was like, I have to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this weekend was great. It was just the, the best way for me that I have found lately, because this changes lately, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just doing things. That it's just like not that deep. Things that make me happy that like I either don't document or like don't need to like journal about or whatever. Like whether it's like taking a nice drive or like going to a new restaurant that we're like checking out in like a different area of LA. Like we did that today. I've been. Oh my God. Is anything better than that? Yeah. Like going to a new restaurant, having a date. Nothing is better. There's something really fun to me about going somewhere that like you really know you're not going to run into anybody. Oh my God. Like that's. And LA is the perfect city to do that because it's huge. Right. So we went to a neighborhood that I'd never been to in LA that was like 45 minutes away, went to like a really fun night market, like a food night market, ate such good food, did not even feel like we were in LA anymore. It was so fun. We need to take you guys because we were saying that I was like, this would be really fun to come with friends. Yeah. If we have time. Yeah. And then we did that. And then we went to the beach. We played domino. So like inner child work without it being real inner child work. But yeah, just just getting myself into nature and really being present while I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it's just people watching, like people watching is a good way for me to pull myself out of a creative rut. It's just like, I don't know. I love people watching. Totally. I love people watching so much. What do you do? Three steps. Okay. And surprise, surprise, it's all grounded in fucking spirituality to me because that gets me tapped in. Mm -hmm. One, I have to like clear out whatever I'm going through. So I feel like when I'm in a creative rut, I'm in a lot of anxious, go, 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 mm-hmm. lots to do energy a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's about kind of like cleansing that away, pulling those fucking anxious thoughts out, telling them step aside into the other room. I'll take care of you later. Like kind of like clearing mm-hmm. that out in whatever way I need to. Maybe that's a fucking walk. Maybe that's getting outside. Maybe it's meditation, whatever. 
first it's like clearing out, making the space. Then it's connecting to the present Mm. moment, which is like kind of what you're saying. Like any way to just be silly and carefree and people watch and go eat something. I think the number one rule for this entire thing is be off my fucking devices Mm -hmm. for a while and just like connect to the present, have fun, whatever. And then after I've like cleared out what I'm going through, made some space, gotten really present, then I re-nourish it with shit that inspires the fuck out of me. So like reading books that really inspire me, watching beautiful films that really fill me up. You know, I'm obsessed with nowness, those videos, Mm -hmm. video series publication that there's specific ones that I really like. Like I actually have a a private YouTube playlist saved for when I'm in a creative rut and I want to just be like spoken to through. Oh, I love that's a really good idea. Oh my God. I've done that for years. Meadows. I'll send it to you. Meadows really good at like setting herself up so that when she goes into moments she already has the things laid out and that youtube thing is good i am hearing lists playlists all of it hearing you say that three-step approach i feel like i inadvertently did that without did that it kind of sounds like it because i was talking about being in this creative rut i knew that i was in it and then of course because the universe is the universe like every conversation i was having was pointing me in the direction of like it just no judgment, let shit flow. Like, you know, that really amazing conversation that I had with my friend that I told you about when I like went to the studio and whatever. Yes. And everything was pointing me in that direction of like, you need to just fucking take a beat and like, just let shit flow and just like start. But what sucks is that it, it usually takes me to like, I do that once I get to a point of like such deep frustration and I wish that I would address it sooner. Yeah. Like you need the bells to go off a little sooner. Start thinking about that though. Just play with it in your mind. Be like, okay, so what are my warning signs? Like when are bells going off, but I'm not hearing them or I'm pushing Mm. them away. It's the same shit with burnout. You know how like you can hear the bells of burnout and then people don't address Mm -hmm. it till it's over. Same shit with creative, right? I feel like just like even being cognizant of that obviously is like the first step. Now you're just going to start noticing it because you're more sensitive to it. You know, but also speaking of the universe being the universe, how wild that this week, before we even talked about this, mm-hmm. and I even knew you were in a creative rut, that I, know. I made the journal prompts for this week, creative rut, and use no, that dude, photo I know. I know. Even that was yeah. weird. If you don't yeah. follow us on Instagram, go do it, because every week or like every other week, Meadow will post journal prompts on Instagram, and this week was wild creative ruts. And of course that happens. Of course. Though. You know, we're always, we got that bestie ESP. Maybe. You know, you know what also might be good huh. for you? Mind dumping. Did you mind yeah. that? I mean, you maybe you talked it on coaching, but sometimes even just like free writing, getting all the thoughts out to then make the space to then go connect and be out. Mind and dumping and works do. for me when I'm in a rut only if I then take the next step of then going outside exactly. to connect. Because then if not, I'm just right. sitting in this like twirling space of my own thoughts, which yes. is not good. But yeah, yeah I did that. Yeah. I dumped it all out and then did the being really present thing. And then also just like filling up my cup with things that make me inspired. Like you were saying, like, I love looking through the books that I have, like the coffee table books, especially like the design books. Oh my gosh. This morning I was stretching and going through the brain dead book you got me. And it was making me so jazzed. Fun. Like, oh my God, any coffee table books or or an old magazines. Yeah. Like I have so many old magazines. I have so many design books and that always really fuels me in a really, nothing gets the Taurus going like some good fucking home decor, you know? That's so funny too, because literally last night, I, you know how I like to do my online window shopping where I make mm-hmm. carts and abandon them. I made a cart from Fisk, yeah. our friends at Fisk, who I love more than anything. And I was going to buy like six different journal magazines from them. 
and I didn't. And now I'm going to because now I want the inspiration. It's just fun. I, frankly, it's TMV research. It's a write-off. It is a write-off. <laughs> it's a write-off. <laughs> it's R&D. Yeah. It's a write-off. I was just looking up because I have. I am someone who I'm like, don't tear magazines, don't whatever. But I've ripped out. Like I have some like apart, um, apartamento magazines. Like we both didn't have the... Those are the best. Yeah, I know, ones. but I think like that's we didn't why have I say the magazine now. wall. I think that's why I say that now. It's because yeah. I had that freaking magazine. <gasps> Did wall. you ever get the ones that you ordered for both of us? No, I got only that one. Never got there. I got only one, but I ordered Whatever. two. I'll buy my own. No, no, no. I'll get it for you because that was a good gift that I got you, okay. and I should follow up. It was a very good gift that you got me. Thank you for that. I should follow up. You're re- you really nail me with the gifts a lot. I've been a really good gift giver my whole life, if I do say so myself. I re- I really, really am not a strong gift giver. Can I tell you? Yeah, you are. You've gotten me beautiful gifts that are very meaningful and thoughtful. That's sweet of you to say. Yeah. I th- You're going to okay. love anyway, what I what get you say? for either whatever, what's first, your birthday. My birthday? I yeah. still have it in my brain. I, I saved it on Instagram. Do you know what I'm getting? He does not listen to this podcast. Do you know what I'm getting, Zoe, for our one year anniversary, which is in two weeks? What? Oh, it already have, will tell have me. happened by then. Oh, perfect. So you what? know how on my fridge, because I'm like, we want to take a trip. I'm like, I don't. Right, right. Not, you don't need to spend. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, just write me. You better yeah. fucking show up to this house with flowers and a card. You better. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Feed me. You know, I was trying I was to come up with something, something clever. So I was like, feed PG. me, fuck me, yeah. and like, what else? I was literally gonna be like, dick me down. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, so I on my fridge have a receipt that has like it says like miamor. I know. Ex- yeah. I know it exactly. It says like miamor, yes. and then it says Gabby, and it's like all whatever. That was the receipt from, we like love this one restaurant in LA and we used to go to it a lot in the beginning of our relationship. It was like our little date night spot. We went there one night and it was like really, when was this? It was early in the relationship. But anyway, it was the night that we said, I love you. He was like scribbling on this thing. And I remember feeling like so cute. And I remember being like, I know we're going to say I love you later. Because at first when he was writing on the back of the receipt, he just wrote Gabby, like really big. And he has really good handwriting and like draws cute. So he like wrote Gabby and I was like, oh, that's cute, whatever. And then he like went back in and wrote like mi amor on it. Mi amor. And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does love hmm. me. So anyway, I'm going to get it framed with like cute. with like a mat behind it. Yeah. So sweet. Where do you buy frames? Because I have two, the the Valentine's Day gift I got mm-hmm. Aaron. Remember that frame broke? Did I tell you about that? Find a framer. When it fell off the Is window. that what it's called? I know, but like. Maddie has one here that I'm going to go to. I know. And I've been with Maddie's before we picked up something and they did such a good job, but like that doesn't help me. No, I know. Anyone in San Diego, do we have any San Diego listeners that have a framer that they actually like that also are like not cute and either a Taurus or a Libra and have very high standards because like, I just don't trust my friend recommendations. Is my dog barking? She was crying. Hold on. Pause. Mahal was helping because Mahal got spayed. She's in pain. Yeah. Got her uterus. Out. I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, the anyway. frame. It doesn't matter. But anyway, is that a good gift? It's a great gift. Want to hear why it's the best gift? Also. Because it's really, it's oh, really sure. for me because it's going to go in this apartment for sure. Obviously. The best gifts are gifts you give yourself. Yeah. The amount of times I've been like, happy birthday, here's lingerie. Like, that's for me. Yeah. You know? Like. Yeah. Anyway, what did our, what did our listeners say about? Creative ruts. Creative ruts. Okay. Yeah. Let's find, let's pull it from the archives. Well, actually, do you think while you're doing that, do you ever find that you get in a creative rut due to fear of failure? Yeah, because I just don't act. Okay, so before we say that, let's talk about that because that's a good question. Because you've been talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I love that TikTok rant you did. Thank you. The one I just posted? Yeah. Oh no, the one that I posted. I don't know. It was a, a couple about acting. Oh. A couple days ago, I yeah. think. I ideate and chew on things a lot. And I make plans and I make lists and I make the best spreadsheet you've ever done seen your whole life. And then she I just don't and confirm. act. I just sit there and I stare at it and I come up with excuses as to why I'm not ready to press play, let's say. We used to do this a lot in the beginning of the podcast where something wasn't done. Yeah. So we would keep pushing deadlines. Yeah. Now when yeah. we push deadlines, like, yeah, some of that still happens, but it's like, okay, it's like quite literally not done. But it's like with creative projects, like you can always tweak something with articles. I can always tweak something sure. a little bit more. I sure. know that's going to happen to me when I fucking start writing this book. Like, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. You can always yeah. tweak it more and more. But when I was mm-hmm. full time at the magazine, I didn't have an option. I had a deadline that I had to turn it in. You know, mm-hmm. like it has to be done. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately because of all the ways in which I know it has hindered my growth. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Teffy, who we know and love. And she said to me, You basically need to start failing faster. She said, Start doing things Such poorly. A good reframe. She said, Start mm-hmm. doing things poorly so you can get better at them faster. And I was like, that is so true because you're going to get told no 101 times, but every no that you get told, you're closer to that yes. You and I talked about this a long, long time ago, but I also just told a client of that same ilk recently, collect 100 no's. Your goal is to get 100 no's. Mm -hmm. There will be a yes in there somewhere or shortly after. Mm -hmm. But I don't even want you to look for a yes. I want the goal to be write down, give yourself a gold star on a piece of paper. Like every time you get the no, gold star it. Like the goal is 100 no's. Yeah. Because you're so much closer. You're so much closer to that. Yes. Also, I just think that acting allows you to get out of your creative rut faster because a really good practice in it that I've started doing is just that those mind dumps of like word vomiting all the bad ideas. And I know we talked about it a little bit within the inner child episode about like, my genuine fear of being embarrassed in public and like having a bad idea. Oh yeah, that was funny. But it's, yeah, it's in that same, it's in that same vein that all of this goes together. The idea of perfectionism and like, I know that so many women can identify to that. Oh my God. Or with that rather. Absolutely. I'm really trying to reframe failure as a gold star. And you know what? Speaking of people that fail in public, Valeria Lipovetsky. I would love her. Meadow and I used to watch like a really long time ago. We're OGs. You sent it to me that she posted a reel or something on Instagram about how she recently closed one of her businesses. Yes. And it was like her celebrating. Popping champagne. Because she was like, I want to celebrate my first really big failure. That was so fucking cool to see. Yeah. That was really, really cool. Because she tried. I love that she did that, especially having a big platform and being a role model, because I think one of the number one things that every successful person I see or hear says is that failure is inevitable and learning to pivot from failure and understanding the value of your failures is what gives success. Oh my God. The Winston Churchill quote that I love success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. Success is literally failing over and 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 not being afraid because you're learning something from it every time. And it's only redirecting you towards where you want to go. 100%. I just think... And that's nothing to be afraid of. Like, that's so cool. It's getting you more and more on your path. And I feel like if we can collectively be like, 
yeah, my goal is to fucking fail. Yes, I failed. Amazing. Like now I know where I'm going in this different direction. Like that's all we do over and over again, you know? And especially like, what is failure? We could all define it. What's right. the operant definition? We could define it in so many different ways. We're all failing constantly. Well, also, I just think that right now we have these ridiculous expectations because of the way and the ability that we have to edit ourselves, particularly online. We have this completely yeah, really unrealistic yeah. standard that we are going to be great at something on the first try. When yeah. like you should expect to suck at a lot of things yes. a lot of the time. And that's great because then there's and only you should not be afraid to be seen trying to yeah, do it. Because then there's only up from there. There's only up from there. I'm not saying don't try your best. (laughs) That's not what we're saying here. But like, if you're trying your best and you're not good at it, like there's no, there's no shame in that game. You're going to get better. You're going to improve. And if you don't, and it's not for you, you pivot. And that's a huge lesson, just in the same way that you can get out of relationships and say, you learned the biggest, best lessons in that relationship. Same thing with failure. And also if you're, if you're not good at something, but it brings you Mm -hmm. joy, that's not a fucking failure. No. Like if you're an adult going to adult beginner ballet class and you are never getting better and it's you, it's not good and you can't follow the routine, but you are, your inner child is thriving and you are a ballerina in your head and you are fucking living for it. Like yeah. that's not a failure. At all. So the way we define failure is also kind of like interesting and weird to me. For sure. Have I gone on my, I was wrong about the 1% better people rant on here yet? No, but I don't think we're wrong because I think the way that people pitch the 1% better is something we're always striving to improve ourselves. I think you and I particularly had a problem with the 1% better people were equating that concept with healing being linear. Yes. And that was the differentiating we're making. Healing and the process isn't linear, but we are always striving to improve ourselves. So there's that like... Well, I made a TikTok about that today because I'm also trying to be better at TikTok. Did you? And I said that I'm okay admitting when I'm wrong because I think I was wrong. I think that. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, it's true. I am getting better at it. And I was wrong because the way that it has been misinterpreted and remolded on the internet has been that. The telephone game. The telephone game of the 1% better basically said that like if you are not leveling up every single day, you're wrong. And you're doing life wrong and you're not improving on your path. But that completely manipulated what it actually means at its core. At its core, it just means allowing yourself to take small digestible steps towards whatever your goal is so that when you're staring at this boulder that you're trying to push up this mountain, it doesn't seem as daunting to you. But people twist and turn and, you know, make it whatever they want in the same way that I'm making this whatever I want to fit my narrative right now. It's the same thing. But of course. now I'm reclaiming that for myself because I like that idea. It makes things easier for me. It lessens my anxiety when I look at everything. And the example that I gave on TikTok, I was like, forget about like financial success, whatever that looks like to you, career success, even just me thinking about the family that I want to create and the steps that I need to take to get there. That's fucking daunting to me. Everything is daunting to me. Yeah, but need to take. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. Right. But I'm just saying like the way when I say need to take, it's because I want to continue to improve on my personal development journey before I'm ready to take those steps in my life. So there are things that I need to do. But if you failed Mm -hmm. and didn't get to do them, it's not a fucking failure. 
No, but I'm just saying that like the 1% better every day helps me when I look at like mom Gabby and present Gabby and the steps that I, that I would like to have in between, it makes it seem easier because it is, it breaks it down. It's digestible. Absolutely. I think I'm just challenging you, challenging you because I'm like, speaking of failure, if none of that happened and you got pregnant today and whoops, your mom Gabby today, and it, it feels so different yeah. from where you want it to be. You're still going to take those steps. Every well, day. dude, that's like the you're saying that it's like fail. you, you know? make plans and the universe laughs in your face. Exactly. Like, so exactly. Who, whatever I can be talking all this shit and then boom tomorrow, which I also think all that example is particularly fun to talk about because you and I have very different views of where we want to be when we become moms. Yeah. And we both like value and respect each other's totally. opinion, but we both have very different places that where we want to be, which is kind of cool too. I really value that in you. And I don't know if I tell you that enough that you and I, I think people I assume, you. I love you too. I think people assume because we're best friends and we work together that we're like very similar people. And while we, no, we are totally yin and yang. are, we're totally different people. Yeah. I think we're, you, the reason that we work is because we have an incredible amount of respect for each other. Oh, insane. Yeah. And like adoration and love for each other. fuck out of you. Exactly. Yeah. Same. So that's why when you have an opinion on something or you move in a different way than I would move in my personal life, like it means nothing to me other than like Meadow's happy and I respect her opinion. And I think we also, when we found each other, we're really looking for friendships that valued our differences. Like we, you and yeah. I seek That's out so relationships true. that don't put us in echo chambers. So that's that what's beautiful so about us is we are the true. same person and we are the exact opposite person at the same time. At the same time, but that's why And it that's works. what makes it work. Opposites attract and birds of a feather flock together and we have both. Yeah. So we're great. Soulmates. Yeah. Subscribe to our podcast. My real husband. <laughs> no. She tells me that all the time, you guys. Like more than I feel like you Aaron are my real know. husband. Does he know that you say that to me? I'm sure. Like he would be surprised or threatened. He's like, yeah, yeah. she is. Yeah. That's so cute. You'll always be. I do love you so husband. much. What did our what are our listeners say? Oh, let's tell the people. <laughs> I keep getting sidetracked. I'm so excited to see you next week. Me too. That's sister. Be really fun. Okay. We also, by the way, while I find this, let me just plug our Patreon really quickly because we record Period. solo episodes on there that are exclusively for, for Patreon and they're a little bit more chaotic. And we give you guys tea because the reason Meadow's saying she reminded me. The reason Meadow's saying, oh, I really want to come or I can't wait to see you next week is because we're doing something really exciting that I already shared with the Patreon family. So they already know what yeah. we're doing. They already know. And that's exciting. Okay. Archive. How do you get out of a creative rut? I asked Hollis. the people on my Instagram. Pinterest as my only form of social media oh, for a week. Absolutely cosign retweet. Okay. I sit outside, fucking love Pinterest. Sit outside and do nothing. Jador. Yes. Pick a ra- I pick a, any random word or object and start writing or creating around that. That's such a good That's prompt. really cool. I love that. I honestly just don't do anything creative. That's what has helped me in the past. Fair. Taking a break. Do you Fair. know what my stepsister told me? And it's not in here because she would DM me about it. She was like, I bore myself into creativity where she'll like knit or like learn oh, something really cool. boring so that her mind yeah. is like, and then it can start going. Well, I was going to say any other flow state activity that isn't what you're trying to accomplish. So like, a Sudoku, mm-hmm. yeah. mindful coloring book, like any, so, yeah, knitting, any sort of flow state activity mm-hmm. that's different than what you're trying to accomplish also mm-hmm. helps. Uh, lay in my bed for long enough until I book a trip and feel renewed. <laughs> Katie. Hilarious. Uh, she also said, pushing myself to do things I've never done before that are also creative, not just work. Fun. Morning pages. Class. Got a few of Morning those. Morning pages 
artist way mm-hmm. classic mm-hmm. yeah travel travel embrace I mean, it read yeah. fiction watch read my fiction. favorite movies music in different languages oh i like that i was thinking about that today because well that's a it's a tangent but i was thinking about that today because i was listening to rosalia and i was like vibing or whatever and i was like how funny that like the energy and the song and the music makes me feel some type of way but she could be saying a message that's the exact opposite and i just would have no idea I, you know I mean, have a very vivid memory of, do you know that song hentai? Yeah. She has? Yeah. Okay. So you know how it sounds like a Disney princess is singing it? Yeah. Do you know what she's talking about in that song? No, of course not. It is the most sexual Hell yeah. song. Hell yeah. Hell I can't remember the exact lyrics, but like the theme of it is basically like, put your dick inside me right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was in the car with somebody that I was seeing at the time when this album came out and I was translating it out loud as the music was playing yeah. and i've never the cognitive dissonance change that quickly yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah you know i have a really dark example of that oh do you remember the song pumped up kicks oh the yeah other kids how it's yeah. like all, you know it's literally what about columbine you better outrun my gun is literally the lyric of the chorus no i know but i just never put two and two about together columbine isn't that horrifying? Why is it so peppy? And everyone, and they used to not, now they um, censor it. They censor it on the radio. They used to not censor it. Remember that one summer that it was like over and over and over yeah. and over and over? Yeah. That's literally what the lyrics are about. It's insane. I mean, school tra- school shooting trauma. So I was just always like, how is everyone Bro, getting away with this? Don't put that to a pop song. It's wild. But also, I mean, Art is, I mean, art is interesting when you can kind of play with that. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. You know me. Well, that's why with, with the Rosalia song, it's right. funny that it's right. the song that she sounds like a Disney princess in. Right. And I think she did that. She did that fully on purpose, I believe, from an interview that I saw of her, where she was like, I wanted it to sound like the most innocent thing ever. Yeah. And it was like a sexual ballad. Yes. I fucking love that. Um, <laughs> my friend Tere goes, do shrooms and hope for the best. Facts. Period. Shit, we need to do We that got a too. lot of like, disconnect from social, get in nature, turn off social. Going to an art museum, journaling for at least two hours a day, shopping, (laughs) shopping, going back to basics, focus on short form content. You guys sent good ones. Really good ones. I like all those. Mm -hmm. That was it. Those are great. Mm -hmm. I really thought so. Yeah. I feel like that might be a nice place to wrap. I know this was a short episode, but sometimes that's what we need. Short and sweet, baby. We love you. We don't want to just fill the radio waves. Nah. Let someone else talk. We're good. That was creatively inspiring. Also, yeah, period. Also, speaking of being creatively inspired, we were given access to resources yesterday that got my juices flowing in such an insane way. We need to go on a retreat, do mushrooms, just you and I, get a giant whiteboard and just fucking like, you know, that one meme. That needs to be have a I have an option for us to do that, actually, a location. Okay. Can we do it like soon? Yeah, I'll tell you. (laughs) Before you you go to New York? Okay. No. Damn it. Okay. I go to New York in like three weeks, sister. I know. I'm just very excited. We do it you after. You got to come here for the work day. I know. Every I time am. Meadow comes to LA, you guys, she like overbooks herself. Oh, I, I told so many 17 people, people that I'm going to see them this time and I'm going to see. Why? Three. Because so people are very sweet and people like me apparently and would like to spend time with me. <laughs> and I would just, like to spend time with them. How do they know you're coming? Like, I have to work. I well, it's always you like a, next time you're up and I'm like, oh, I think I'm coming sometime soon. Like, I'll let you know. I have to plan. I have to like figure out the work stuff first. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go back to everyone and be like work booked up literally my entire time. Catch you next Well, time. the day at least. Catch you on the flippity flip. Just seeing them at night. Yeah, but I want to be with no, you. I mean. <laughs> I 
so needy. Come with me. I'll see you all day. I know. You're going to stay at my apartment. Yeah. I'll be on the couch waiting for you to get home like a husband. That's so cute. I love that for us. Okay, let's because go. I don't want to go. All yeah. right. Thanks for listening. If you're in a creative rut, I hope this helped. Um, If you're in a creative rut, find us on threads because we are hilarious. If it sounds like your 75-year-old dad said it, it was me. It was me. Absolutely. First of all, Ariana ain't the only one to do it. Grande is literally a lyric from Fi Fi. You know, Toby Nwenge and his wife, Fat? No. It was one of her lyrics. So it's not an old man joke. It's a very hip joke. I want you to listen to that sentence back. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Listen and subscribe. What do you do? You You don't subscribe. Rate and review. Yeah, you subscribe on YouTube. Ring the bell. Rate and review. Like five stars. Save. Retweet. Send it to a friend. (laughs) Okay, bye. How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts may vary pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby. Gotcha.